0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hey, good morning. Making right. and Skippy in the mornings on a Wednesday morning. It be 906 on the dot. If you're catching us on Facebook Live, uh, you got a blank screen, but you can hear us. As Dick feverishly works to fix the camera situation, you get to listen to our dulcet tones broadcasting across the airwaves from sunny downtown Conroe.
1: Uh, it's the 17th, guys, so this is a new show, just in case we have some other listeners confused. Oh, okay. There you go. You always got to say the date, bro. The date.
0: date. Well, that doesn't make it evergreen because now we're we're locked into this date. But anywho, it'd be sunny in Conroe today. Uh, It is 84 degrees. It's going to go up another 10 degrees to 94. uh, Partly cloudy all day. Maybe this afternoon, some thunderstorms. We had some uh, a couple of days ago. uh, I got caught in some rising water that that made the old rear iris kind of pucker up a bit there for a while. I was uh, on my way to take my mom to the doctor, I, on my way to lamp. pick her up.
1: You're a big old Ah, lamp.
0: man, I, I was flashing. Well, no, that water's coming up fast. I got stuck on Kirkendall at this certain area that dips down over this bayou. Big old <laughs> <laughs> And fortunately, the doctor's appointment got postponed to the next day, so I was able to turn around. But anyhow, uh, made it safe and sound. Uh Weather should be evening out a bit. So it's going to be like low 90s, even down to the 80s over the next week. So yeah. as we dip into August, bit by bit, it may cool down <laughs> just a skosh. <laughs> now, this is funny, <clears> thing <throat> uh-uh. of weather. So yesterday was kind of a crazy day. Lots of, lots of wacky stuff was happening. But uh, you know that detective show that I'm a part of?
1: The Dinner Detective.
0: Yeah, show. The Dinner Detective. Well, um... There was a private show in downtown uh, yesterday afternoon, last evening, and I was on call. So the way this is set up, the actors, you beforehand you're told, okay, you're going to be the killer. You're going to be uh, uh, the victim. You're going to be this or that. And then there was always a couple of people on call just in case something goes down. Uh, you know, the, the people who are assigned can't make it. And in my year plus, year and a half of being a member of this, I've never actually seen someone on call be called in. It's just one of those things. And I was on call yesterday, so I was wrapping up at the doctor's office with my mom. And you're supposed to call in at a certain point to see if you're needed. And I called in. I'm like, oh, we're going to call you back. Something's going on. Uh, So I told my mom, I may need to start getting back to the house. And it's like 4.15 yesterday afternoon when this goes down. So I'm driving my mom home. And sure enough, they call me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you got to come in. You're going to play this person. You gotta be here, you know, before six o'clock, and now it's four thirty, and I'm in the woodlands on the far end of the woodlands, and I gotta get to uh, the hobby center in downtown Houston, and you know, and also stop by my house to change my clothes because you have to wear certain clothes for this. So I get there, so we're on the phone line, and since it's a private party, you have to know what we call the dirt, which is what these who these people are, what they do, and how to justify your existence being there. Um, and so this was for all the volunteers at the hobby center. They were having a special volunteer recognition dinner party thing. And so they determined that I was, uh, that my character was leading these other people down from Tempe, Arizona. Okay. Uh, there's a theater there called ASU uh, Grammage. And so as I'm driving, I'm having to learn about this theater, who the executive director is, what shows they're putting on. So, you know, you know what you're talking about. And I also checked the, uh, the weather in Tempe that day. So I could talk about the weather and it shocked me to understand. And this made, made a great conversation piece. The high yesterday in Tempe, Arizona was 114 degrees, oh, yeah. but it was 4% humidity. So I made the big topic of conversation about, well, is it always humid in this town? Cause you know, I feel like I'm walking through a, a rainforest And uh, But yeah, just thinking about it, that Houston would be so much, or the Houston area would be so much more bearable. We can handle 80s and 90s, even up to the 100s, but it's that darn humidity that just, you know, makes my hair bozo out. So I just thought I'd throw that little weather anecdote in there.
1: Well, we know you're a good liar, Sean.
0: Oh, they, yeah, some... C3. The, the ladies at my table, because I was talking, you know, why I was there and the shows we were going to put on, and, you know, I needed their, you know, we were testing their volunteer pilot program, this and that, and so it's funny, every night when I'm revealed to not be who I say I am, there's a mix of emotions uh, going around. There was one time where I had to pretend to be a marketing director from a Dallas office for this company, and because, you know, if you see me on air, you know, you know I got long hair and, and an earring, so... I'm not your traditional marketer, director of marketing look, so I tried to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring in Taco Tuesdays, and we're going to have, you know, bungee board meetings, and I was just making up all this weird stuff. And when I was revealed that I was the killer at the end, my table got really mad at me because, wait, wait, so you're not the marketing director from Dallas? No, I'm, a, I'm an actor. So there's no Taco Tuesdays. No, I'm afraid no Taco Tuesdays. They got they got really mad. I told them to go to their HR department and either hire me or or, or – have someone start taco Tuesdays for them. So you okay. need to get in on that, buddy. Yeah, you, you'd be maybe. fun. You'd be
1: fun on that. Maybe. But yeah. So uh outside of your dinner on call stuff, did you have a good weekend?
0: Uh I did. We're on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. So. yeah it, it, part of me feels like it's Monday. Yeah, we, we had uh, uh just funky stuff go down. Um taking care of some family yeah stuff. Um try you know being busy Actually, uh, you know, trying to, for, for the side gig, the one that actually pays the occasional bill, uh, getting some clients there. So, yeah, h- h- hanging in there, my friend. What about What's you? Because you Not went really. to Galveston over the weekend. Yeah, it was
1: nice. It was one of those teasing weekends where it kept saying it was going to rain, and then it never rained. And then oh. it, when it rained, it was sunny. And so you couldn't really expect it to rain. And then I think r- overall the whole weekend, there was probably about an hour of, like, serious wind, rain, and then it went away.
0: But you enjoyed yourself on the whole? Oh, yeah, Did you guys play like Weston Oil Twister or anything?
1: No, we just we just hung out and played games and okay. you know had fun. Cool, so.
0: I know. So, I, I just I gotta do a shout out. I know the other day, <clears throat> I think it was over the weekend. Um, our own beloved Jay Stittleberg, yeah, was part of a uh, pro- uh protest in the woodlands. Uh, yeah, immigration, yeah. Protest. I got
1: confused when I saw he posted that and where they held it, I didn't really understand. Why they held it there? Is that just because there's a lot of traffic there?
0: Yeah, uh, right, right there on a uh, sawdust. Right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it's like th- the sawdust exit is kind of deemed to be the entrance to the woodlands from from the south. Okay, so most people coming north. Okay. from no, that Houston. Makes sense. And I got to give him a shout out that he and I may disagree on immigration and policies and stuff like that, but that's how to do a protest. It was civil. It was, you know, one was wearing, you know, costumes that were female body parts, and you know what I'm talking
1: you don't like about. Like that, I always like those.
0: Uh, well,
1: it, it just you just kind of compare. Hey, did you get that on Amazon? It's like Is we're, that Prime Day stuff? Yeah, we're a clown it's, costume. Is that a to, Prime Day? Yeah,
0: uh... <laughs> right. Look into that. <laughs> uh, yeah, i I miss Prime Day. Well, I was too broke for Prime Day anyway. But uh, yeah, we we need to
1: isn't it coming uh, back isn't it like a two day thing oh man so there was a thing i, I was uh, I, I can send it to you so usa today was doing this prime day review thing mm-hmm. and they were broadcasting it live and so many people were giving them trash for for whatever reason they thought they were the you know they were I mean, amazon paid them so much money to flaunt these items but it's like usa today editor and like some reviewer and they were just trying to do something different. We're,
0: oh, so people were trashing the editor in the review. Yeah, while that, they're
1: doing their live broadcast, ah, you sold like, out to oh, the man. It's like QVC kind of thing. Okay, so
0: well, for uh, just for grins, uh, on Prime Day, I asked my Alexa at home. Yeah, I, I was doing the dishes or something. I'm like, uh, hey, because it reminded me, hey, don't forget today's Prime Day. And I'm like, ask me what are the deals are. So I said, okay, well, what are some Prime deals? And what it was giving me, I mean, if this thing listens to me twenty four seven, which I'm sure it does, I don't know what it thinks of me because it was offering me some really bizarre stuff, like a a Kindle. Uh, I mean, a, a not a Roku stick, but what's the Amazon version of it? The Fire Stick. Fire Stick. Yeah, that was on sale and well, something pretty else.
1: Pretty much every Amazon product. There was a couple. Yeah. I did actually. I, I will say I ordered one thing. What'd you order? I ordered a surge protector for the studio.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: And I saved like sixteen dollars.
0: Well, okay, that'll work.
1: So I was kind of happy with that because I wanted a heavy duty one that had a ten foot cord instead of like usually the surge protectors only come with like mm-hmm. this long like, of a cord, like two feet right tops. So I was like, no, nah, I don't need that. And uh, so yeah, thank you Prime Day.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, if I'd actually had you know money, I would have been all over Prime Day. Yeah. After I win the lottery, I'll,
1: I'm still looking forward to next year's Prime Day. Yeah, you're still looking. You're still playing that game. That's funny. I'm just giving you <laughs> a hard time. But uh, but no, is did you see the QVC-style thing they did on Prime Day? Like, they actually had a QVC-style uh, production.
0: Like on TV or like something? Like, not the
1: USA Today thing I'm talking about, because they were just doing product reviews. They actually, if I saw it correctly, they actually had, like, two people being filmed like it was QVC. Like, here's the Flash deal right now and it's this thing
0: do they broadcast it like on amazon I think it was on Com amazon or something. Yeah. okay no i missed that
1: so I feel, I feel like they're they're trying to their best to reach all demographics mm-hmm. of buyers we're all buyers at the end of the day right we're all we consumers. all all green we're all consumers so all right, speaking of which all right so there, this is the hot topic i've been trying to wrap my head around and i'm i'm going to i need some adult guidance here in my life because we saw, I'm your huckleberry. There's a lot of things going on po- po- politically wise, and I feel like I'm just an idiot. And, and I want to say this with a, a blank canvas, okay? So don't a tabula me. rasa. So what? Okay, so Donald Trump over over <laughs> you know over the last you know his existence, he's been saying weird things, mm-hmm. mean things. I mean, again, I feel like he's the typical New Yorker. If I had to write a comic book that had a typical <laughs> New Yorker in it, that's what it would be: Donald Trump. But he said something. Now, tell me that people are saying it's racist. He help told me, help me here. He
0: told what he termed the squad, which I think was a brilliant PR move because he's lumped them all together. So Oof. you're either for the squad or you're against the squad. You can't, because of these four women. What did, what did, I'm, not, I'm not
1: worried. I'm talking about what did he say. He
0: told them to go back where they came from and fix the problems back there and then come back cities to fix america. The implication is go back to so your countries impl- of origin. Okay, so it's implication racism. Yeah, he didn't say go back to Mexico, I've, go I've, back to Somalia. I'm not going to lie.
1: I was sitting there kind of like I go am I just that ignorant of this kind of stuff or I was like I'm Well, the thing
0: is 3 it. of the 4 were actually born in America, born in the United States, so to say go back from where you came from. So he can go get away with saying, well go back to New Jersey, go back, you know, fix whatever's wrong on the local level. But the strong implication was go back to Somalia, go back to Mexico, fix what's wrong there, and then come back. And the fact that all four of, quote, the squad, end
1: quote, are non-Caucasian. Okay. No, I was just trying to figure that out. I was just like... Because everyone thing blew up. Everything's blowing up. On well, here's the thing. Twitter if you have four... Stuff, I'm like, man, would I miss something? If you have four people in a group
0: or two people or five or 20 and they're all, let's say, not white or they're all male or they're all female and then you say something about them as a group...
1: You're in trouble.
0: You tend to be, you know, if if, 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 if you say it all about a... a like like uh, if you say something about a woman's soccer player on a woman's soccer team, if you say it about the player... Like what just happened, uh, then you're a misogynist, you're a chauvinist, yeah. you're you a genderist because you get lumped into, you know, to everybody on that team. To have four, I, I really wish that there had been one Caucasian woman in the squad or even a guy who was from, you know, Arizona or something that you can lessen the impact because he just happened to choose four people that were all female and all non Caucasian. So, and of course, everyone's in an uproar. You know, now we got to... And of course, I almost feel sorry for Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, because she's... It's like trying to herd cats on catnip with uh, what's going on in in Congress with the squad leading the way. Like that's where
1: Washington, D.C. is. Like, yeah, in general, so but this is on. just
0: like... It, it's. I don't want to say it's an implosion, and I get no glee out of it. I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of... You know, m- many members of the GOP are going, ha-ha, look at this. Uh, but... It's just fascinating to watch. It's almost Lord of the Flies level of just watching this de evolution yeah. because of, you know, we, we were talking earlier. Both parties are now experiencing the concept of be careful what you wish for, you just might get it. For decades,
1: the well, GP was saying, both... we need a
0: businessman running the no, country. Well, we I got it. You, and everything the went the, with the
1: it. The theory is the media figured out how to make money from singling out an individual of, leadership and giving them ultimate coverage
0: the media has so become now, entertainment more than news I mean that's just all there I, I defy anyone to dispute me on that and I'm talking when I say media from MSNBC to Fox News to CNN to everyone it's all entertainment totally- <clears throat> and that's why you know MTV back in the day they made sure to put puck in the okay, that's the in the real world the example.
1: You know how many people really know what the, the hell you're
0: talking about when you say okay. well, you put Puck in the <clears> real world <throat> in the Bachelor, you always get the one whack job, the one oh, total yeah. jackass who's there just to stir the pot. Yeah, and you know the producers go out of the way to let's find something that'll make people too. Well, that's what's kind, kind of we to me, hate.
1: especially with the the Twitter uh, so our social media example is people take snapshots of everyone's Twitter, and then when people say something that they shouldn't have said, they delete it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, there's got to be a better way as a represent representative of any, like, a company or anything to handle when you misspoke on social media instead of just deleting it. Mm-hmm. Because what does that tell you when someone deletes it? I mean, that tells me well, you're— Well, it's
0: like, oh, hopefully no one saw it. But when you have 100,000 or 100 million followers, and in the yeah. old days, remember, the newspapers used to have— but You'd open you, up the front you, page, and on the page two get, would be
1: the corrections like if I Like, dele- if I said some really weird, mean things, and mm-hmm. I deleted them— would you think I'm, like, trying to cheat people because I deleted those tweets?
0: Mm, well, I wouldn't say cheat them because the problem when you do that is someone will have taken a screenshot at some point. Yeah, but that, The fact is that you're no longer allowed to say something and then take back what you said. We all say things in yeah. the heat of the moment or in anger or ecstasy well, or whatever. Like, what was his
1: name? Kevin Hart got got in trouble for tweeting something 10 years ago.
0: Or, well, or 30 years ago. Well, not tweeting, but you know, saying something 30, 40, 50 years ago it's you're no longer allowed to say something stupid, you know, and then say, I, I'm sorry, you know, obviously I was upset. You are locked into that. And that's why when you tweet it, you're just begging for trouble. I'm not trying to blame the victim here, but t- truly, you know, if I put it out there, um, you know, God, this, you know, this person just a real jackwad, well, then you're locked into it. You can never take it back. You can't call that person and say, I, you know, it should have been, I was upset, because you made it a public venue. You know, you put yeah. it out into a public forum. And that's why,
1: you know, for Instagram, well, I mean, Instagram's like, great I, for shitting your food. Well, I think it's, I think what's different is about deleting and, and kind of persuading people using the social media platform as something, a tool to communicate, is after a while, like, because locally you can kind of find out if someone lies and it kind of sticks around. That's the rumor, you know. After ten years of it, him lying, the rumor's still kind of there. Mm-hmm. It's not as strong, or it's not, you know. He could still he, he might be able to move, you know, across the street now because people don't shun him as much. But on social media, people don't know anything that's real anymore because you can just Photoshop everything. And I think that's what kind of confuses me about when I catch up to things. Like for example, the the you know, the the squad stuff, I feel like like this happened overnight for me. And I was like, what did did I miss? Like, what's going on right now?
0: There was one late night where President Trump went on a, what they call, I think they call it a tweet storm now, but a rant. Well, he's been doing that since he got Twitter. True, but this one was like targeting certain people. Uh, Okay. So he can't... Usually he does it as a reaction, or reaction to a news headline or a reaction to a person. Um, But this was just flat out. He went on the offensive with it. And here's the thing, it, it tied up, it's caused this big brouhaha. <clears throat> Media is loving it. <clears throat> but um, just to, to book in what I started off with, uh, the immigration protest that Jay Stittleberg, he didn't lead to be this part of it. It's, you know, I got to say, I wouldn't have partaken in that protest because I believe different things. But I would have loved to, have, if I'm going to counter protest with someone, I want to be with someone like. A Jay of the world that you know, no one got milkshaked, yeah. no one got shouted down, no one threw a brick and something, and that's you know, yay that. That's we need a lot more of that in the world. Yeah, so let's find something that we we got to find something that we just like vehemently disagree on, and then just have a
1: you know a mean? protest.
0: Yeah, we got to find something.
1: Oh, James Bond.
0: <laughs> oh, we can talk kidding. about. Do you okay? I'm
1: just kidding. Talk about you. great I didn't marketing. To, I didn't mean to open that up. No,
0: no, 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 no. Because people just assume that I'm just like incensed about this this latest what news happened? that came out. Okay, I got I got to look up the name, or as I talk, look up the name. Just t- type "black woman James so
1: Double Is that confirmed?
0: Yeah, so it's, it's been confirmed. So what? From do you, multiple sources. What do you feel about that? I think it's brilliant marketing because my issue has always been you can't have a. Black James Bond. You can't have a woman James Bond because James Bond was written to be such yeah, and yeah. such. 007 is a title. You know, every time someone gets killed or maimed or so maternity leave.
1: She, they said 007. They said
0: 007. So people are like, yeah,
1: I know James Bond. And I'm like,
0: read this very carefully. And it's going to happen at the beginning the, of the next movie. What's the male
1: counter, counterpart to that name? Is it Jeanette Bond? Uh, Jane. Jane? Jeanette? Jane Bond. Oh. Genevieve Bonds. Genevieve Bond.
0: But so it's brilliant marketing because it's got everyone up in a a, a, just a furore about the yeah, we got a a black female James Bond. No, you don't. You have a 007. And even the books, after even Fleming died, they gave this, uh, they gave the rights to continue the books to the guy named John Gardner. Yeah. And he wrote the first book he wrote was called License Renewed. And basically, 007 had been stripped of his 007, the 00 license to kill, but they brought him back. So they just named him Seven. They got rid of the double O. So it's like, you, you, now you're just seven. Yeah. Still James Bond, just different numbers. So again, with the it's great marketing, I will tune into this just to see that because I thought it was brilliant. They're, they're not replacing James Bond. They're, for some reason, they're having a the the O7, which means he's retired, he's been kicked out, he's presumed dead, they need a new one. And so you're going to have two double 7s running around. And one of them's a black woman, one of them's a white man. And I think that's just... Brilliant marketing because it's going to yeah. cater to those who've been wanting the like the Idris Elba. Well, I think fans. what's interesting
1: too about the the genre of James Bond is there's so many movies now that have every type of person in it. If you think about the, I'm talking about the genre, mm-hmm. that it, it kind of gets watered down. Like what makes James Bond special now compared to like well, for example, it's, I'm I'm just thinking of them making this new 007 movie. We have so many female lead action spy movies. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, so that's the challenge. How do we make this a Bond movie? Because there's so, you still got to make... Especially, a, with, especially with the guy, even like before, like when James Bond came out, uh, the first movie was what, 1962 or something like that?
0: 62 or 63.
1: So Dr. Af- no. after Dr. No came out, how many similar type movies started coming out? With, oh, Matt with Helm. A, uh, uh, like uh, a R- man. Flint. And then like Spies Like Us, totally. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but no, that's what... Uh, no, it, the, the whole thing,
0: that's why Austin Powers... It spoofed it because you had uh, Matt Helm played by Dean Martin. You had Armand Flint played by James Coburn. You, had, you know, the, the international spy, that was the genre. It was like I'm vampires. Just, well, I'm guy.
1: wondering if the production companies are like, Hey, we got to be in this billion dollar movie. World, we got to be in that club mm-hmm. where we make a movie that's we a do a spy dollars. thing
0: too, and that's why you know, but Fast and the I Furious.
1: Think, I don't think 007 is going to be a billion dollar franchise. I don't think, it, I don't think there's a, it's you a, mean continue to be because it's it's a multi well, No, I franchise. mean like the individual movie. That's where that's where the movie industry is going for these big names. They're relying
0: on the name recognition.
1: That's why they're calling it Bond Twenty
0: Five. You know, it's like who cares what we call it? It's just it's the twenty fifth Bond movie. That's all you need to know. And there's going to be a Bond woman. They're no longer called Bond girls. And there's gonna you know who's going to play James Bond and this and that. Um, I was going somewhere. Oh, 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 with the the genre.
1: Well, I'm trying to say is okay. The drama. We could talk about genre stuff. But I think these production companies are going. Hey, we have to put our money down on at least one to two movies a year that could be a billion-dollar movie. Mm -hmm. And a worldwide movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: same thing with the theater. You can have a season full of little intimate, you know, artsy things, but you need the crowd pleaser to bring the money. I just don't
1: see Bond continuing that way, especially after uh, they're probably, they know they're going to be successful with Daniel Craig. I I don't think they really knew how successful Casino Royale was going to be.
0: Yeah, that's why they didn't want to let him go. But the problem is, the the writing's been so uneven on that.
1: that, Well, it's got got incredibly worse.
0: Well, because they're trying, they actually turned, once they brought in Spectre and Blofeld, it became an actual reboot instead of a continuation, which was always iffy. Because, I mean, yeah, it was a reboot with Daniel Craig, but the fact is, they still had M. from the previous, you know, Judy Dench from the previous round of movies, so there was some kind of continuity. You could kind of say it was alternate universe or, or what. Plus, there's
1: so many opportunities in today's climate, political climate, and foreign, uh, foreign relation climate that you could create these really cool stories that are unique to this generation.
0: Well, the, and I think Amazon was amazing. I, I I watched it kicking and screaming, but I immediately fell in love with it. The the Jack Ryan. TV series because I was thinking Jack Ryan no he's a nerd he's an analyst he doesn't run around with guns and stuff but they tweaked the character to put him
1: you know wrong place wrong time that's how that's what they needed to make Weekend at Bernie's three because you know they're analysts they're Mm. they're insurance adjusters Uh and that's when they find out and they have this big you know foreign invasion thing there you go
0: I think the Bond movies can continue it it gets down to the writing and the fact that you got to
1: no, His defining characteristic is
0: think... he's got to be back in the 60s. What made him so alluring was he was a guy who could he had a license to kill. And back then, I, I, I don't want to say human life was better valued back then. But, you know, killing someone in movies, was unless it was a Western, you know, the hero didn't kill people unless he had unless he'd been shot on first or something. Bond can oh, you're a bad guy. I don't like you. You're dead. So Bond has always been the person that you got to send him to do the things you don't want to do. you got to hate him for it, but, you know, you, you need him. And so as it progresses in, into modern day with, quote, politically correct sensibilities or just how how things have changed, that he's just got to still be the dinosaur in the sense that he's got to do the stuff that polite society won't.
1: And that's why it's got to be. Uh, a racist, homophobic white guy. That's why I always love the scenes who where, smokes and Okay, because after like the third movie, I'm like, yeah, pretty much every woman he slept with dies.
0: And that's where it and becomes I, a trope.
1: I, I always like you could literally montage every time he finds the dead body of the of the woman who he just slept with, and it's like, oh, lost another one. You're pretty and then mm. he
0: leaves. Oh, that's why more and more of them actually stay alive nowadays. But, or they have two, and one dies and one survives. Well, yeah, survives. it's usually how it, how it ends. It always
1: begins in bed and ends in
0: bed. But here's the thing about Bond, because people say, oh, Bond, he, you know, he's a misogynist, he's this and that. Okay, Live and Let Die was the first, if not the first, one of the first feature films, you know, to master that had an interracial okay. love scene. Okay, uh, Him, and I, I can't remember the actress's name, but I think her uh, character name is Rosie you know, Roger Moore sleeps with a black woman. And they're like, get over it. You know, James Bond sleeps with women. He's equal opportunity. And so that really helped break down the racial barriers. And think about it from then on, you know, and that was also, incidentally, the same movie where a woman didn't Rosie sing. Rosie Carver. Yeah, Rosie Carver. Where a woman didn't sing the the opening song. Well, her
1: name is Gloria Hendry, if you want
0: to use Thank you. Uh, you know, Live and Let it Die it was funny because they had asked Paul McCartney to to write the the theme song for the next bond. So he did, recorded it, and they're like, Oh no, 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 we, we only have a woman singing it. We're gonna give it to Shirley Bassey or something. And Paul McCartney pretty much said, either it's mine or nobody's Highway or the Highway, bro. Yeah. So they they struck a deal where he sings the 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 number, but somewhere in the movie a woman has to sing it. And they're in a they're in a bar and Are you saying a,
1: that's the trope of James Bond? Like well, up until that to...
0: point, only women, because women were good for singing the theme song and, and falling in love with James Bond, going, oh, James. Um, and so that oh, movie really broke James. some stereotypes. It you know, made gender equality, ironically, by making a loved, man ring it. I always love like
1: when you have these stereotypes, and then if you apply the same characters in a sci-fi world, it's like you, anything goes. So like you could have science the main, fiction
0: has always been to make a social commentary, like but couch have, it in something else. You
1: can have the main character sleep with a robot, and it's like, oh, that's the future. That's what people do. No, oh, here we are. We got we got our sex so, robot shops. So I mean, think
0: about it. As schlocky as a lot of the writing but in James for Star Bond, Trek, you was, can't have that. Well, it's quote based in reality and quote is now it? an all is it? Uh, an augmented reality where you you know. You can just go around I'm James Bond, I shoot people. I mean, the spy world is not nearly as fun or glamorous, but of course it's you know, it's a movie. Um Well,
1: I mean, I I, I the reason I really like enjoy I the reason I enjoy James Bond style films is there's enough uniqueness to each movie where you don't feel like you're watching the same movie every single time you watch it, even though there's so many repeatable things. Like you always see Q. You always see Money Penny. You always see M. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, yeah, that's Felix the that's Felix shows up occasionally trope of a like, Bond movie. But for so- somehow the way they made it, it was still like they did enough in between scenes where you forget, and like, oh yeah, that's right, we're watching a cool Bond movie.
0: That's why I wasn't thrilled with the last one, Spectre, and this one because they brought Christoph Waltz yeah. back as Blofeld because it's like okay, now we're just retreading well, the old material. Also,
1: the, also the twist was like, who cares? Like really, I don't really care. Yeah, it
0: was once it was revealed, and I felt the same way. As much of a trekker and a truckie as I am, when they had the second Star Trek reboot movie,
1: yeah.
0: and you find out that Benedict Cumberbatch is Khan,
1: you know the reveal was okay. We're going he go- might be Khan, he might be it. And then when it's like, oh, he's is, like, uh, yeah, I don't it,
0: know, I don't it care. was like okay, so we're retreading it, and instead of Spock dying, who's going to die this time? Oh, look, Kirk dies, but we have triple blood that brings, you know, you start to retread the old material. Yeah. And this here's the thing, this is the 25th official Bond movie. Don't forget this doesn't count like Never Say Never Again or the 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 parody version of Casino Royale or the original live you know the very first James Bond was on a live television production, I think on CBS or something with an American a Gene uh the actor's name Gene not Rayburn uh, playing um Jimmy Bond, CIA agent Jimmy Bond. And so of the well, I'm now United Artists movies, you know, the official candidates. Oh, you know I gotta give you I that's gotta give you
1: props to wise up because you, you know you're gonna say something negative about them casting a woman, but No, I thought it was awesome. Not, it's awesome. You're, you're just not trying to get the hate until they say James Bond. Until they until and they name her Jane Bond. That's you're, then, your lines in the sand.
0: Um, yeah. I, I I love it. I think because they're catering to those who
1: want change. I think they should go 100% <clears throat> copy, like carbon copy the original James Bond, but make it for a woman. So to make her, you know. Oh, use, they've had that in cartoons and but stuff. But make though. her use men and just like, just do the complete opposite. Well, didn't they
0: try that? They got movies like that with, you, and typically Angelina Jolie tends to star in them, yeah. you know, like Salt, Salt and you know, yeah. stuff like that. I'm all for. It. They need to just
1: don't just do it. don't what, make what, it. Do you think she's still James gonna drink Bond. martinis
0: with this new one? Yeah. Not because she's not James Bond. She's so. 007. Yeah, but
1: they're still gonna keep a little bit of no. The she's same.
0: she's a different person like, with the same like. I bet number. she wears a
1: suit at one point.
0: Oh, the tuxedo,
1: and she's gonna shave her. No, A woman in a tuxedo. You no, know, that's what's gonna happen. She's gonna shave her legs or something, but with a right straight razor. <laughs> and so they're gonna like they're gonna mimic that scene from the other one instead of shaving the beard they're gonna sh- this guy's gonna shave her legs <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna...
0: i'm just i can see that happen there's that
1: awkward moment it's like you want me to keep going and then it's like oh uh the no and then they go back to an action scene
0: there's a lot of would, there's a lot I of opportunities with this new 007. That.
1: People were like, that's getting weird, man." This, I, really is...
0: As long as she's
1: 007 and not Jane Bond, think I, I think it's wonderful. You think there's going to be a similar scene from Casino Royale where you know the chair scene where they take out the bottom of the chair. Oh, and he's like, oh, he's like, They're like putting that rope with and, the carpet beater. Yeah, you know, I think there's going to be a similar scene because I, I remember reading there was something going on where like people there was there were, people were making a movie. I forgot what movie it was, but basically they didn't like seeing women tortured. Like, that was a big thing where the audience didn't I, like. I concur. And so, like, they no, like, that was something that they had to take out a scene because one of the characters, they wrote, basically, they're equal. I think it was the Peacekeeper. Remember the Peacekeeper? Oh, yeah, just watched it again the other night. I think, it was that, I think it was that movie because they were talking about there was a scene where she gets kidnapped, and there was, a, a, she gets tortured. And, like, people were like, no, I don't want to see her. We don't want to see women tortured. But that was, like, also in the 90s.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm glad they cut that out because I don't think it was. That makes woman and because she's if she's captured and being tortured then that means george clooney had to rescue her and that makes her damsel in distress and that's one of the things i loved about that movie and mimi letter leader directed it It was directed by a woman and it shows there was a lot of heart to it and so you don't need the damsel in distress for george clooney to rescue necessarily she she was very well on her own so
1: if that's the case i'm glad they cut that scene well i hope that movie turns out to be fun that's i think that should be the number one thing I'd, i'd I think a lot of people now. This is they're putting
0: her in the in the Bond twenty five, right? That's what this. I have no idea. Yeah, because if that's the case, I think they found a way to salvage it because this movie's just because what's happening today
1: is a lot of people they they take that notion of the like we said earlier, oh the political atmosphere, and then they they inject it into like every single scene, and you're kind of like, all right, why are we continually doing this? Like, what's let's make it fun, let's make it believable, and not just sit here and make a, make a nod towards something that's current. And, and again,
0: like science fiction, you don't have to. <clears throat> the reason why I was so opposed to watching Star Trek Discovery when it came out is because the showrunners said... Yeah, they, they changed the Klingons. Yeah, to uh, why, Trump supporting white supremacists. I mean, this is an actual quote from them that I got from yeah. multiple sources. It's like, no, that's not what... Science fiction is the audience is smart enough because they're nerdy yeah. enough to get it. So you can have Star Trek where, you know, two... Race well, you at can war. Have, One's black have on one
1: side. White supremacists, Trump supporters, in Star Trek, but just don't make them already an existing race that already had a right. hardcore representation of it, or
0: a, a greater and like I said, a greater injustice. So racism was covered in Star Trek, yeah. sexism was covered in Star Trek, drugs were you know everything, but couch in a science fiction format to where the audience go, oh, I get the analogy. Yeah. Instead of just.
1: The in-your-face, look, look,
0: he's wearing a solid color tie like, just like Trump. Like, ha, ha, ha.
1: like, for example, this James he's Bond orange. 25, if they continually show you she can do it because she's a woman kind of thing. I'm like, man, I guess either, like, they do that for James Bond for a man, but I don't really see that every time. It's not like in-your-face, oh, it's because he's a man, he can do all the Do you things.
0: think anyone got bent out of shape when you have, like, the James Bond movie with, uh, uh, what's her name, Holly Berry, who was... Jinx, remember that movie where she was up against with Pierce yeah. Brosnan, and she was the CIA equivalent. She was good. Yeah, well, the whole point was they were going to spin her off into her own movie, and I think they should have. But no one got bent out of shape. Well, she, like, to give you an example, went what I'm toe to toe bond?
1: You saw the new Avengers, right? The Endgame. Yeah, not yet. Okay, but I, I tell I, I know well, there's all a about scene it. that's really like there's a huge battle. It's awesome, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, somehow, one way or another, every female character that's important had one cameo all together and they're like let's do this together but, <laughs> but for some reason like i'm talking like chaotic battle like you know everyone's armies from seven different planets is there uh-huh. and i'm like man think about the odds of all of them having to be having to it's be almost right as there as if it was scripted and i'm like why why guys
0: like because they had to show girl power which is fine because these are Finally, young women have
1: a role well, model to I really mean,
0: aspire to. Yeah. Superheroes. Well, Super, Superheroes. Like,
1: that's why I like Charlie's Angels works really well. The, the premise of it does.
0: Well, the premise, but the execution the last couple of times yeah. has just been horrendous. Yeah,
1: I guess. I mean, that new movie's coming out. And it's directed by, it looks so bad, by the way. Elizabeth but Banks. I think that's also the editor. If you see the trailer, it's so bad. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that's well, get them. Well, again, they're
0: going schlocky again like they did. with Here's the thing. The original TV series was schlocky, but it was meant to be taken seriously. It wasn't tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It wasn't like, get smart. You know, they meant... uh, Well, the job was serious. Yeah, the job was serious. They were seriously...
1: The risks are real.
0: Right. And then when they came out with the movies where they made it...
1: More like, oh, watch them.
0: Yeah, same thing with 21 Jump Street. That's why I can't watch the movies because I heard that they just made them... I, I loved that series when it came on. You know, again, the stakes were real. And uh, then you turn it into a spoof of itself. All right, the comments are back on Facebook. Huzzah! Our com- Facebook's
1: being weird. So comments are up, videos up, so you yeah. can see us. Hello! Yeah, we can't see you. We, it's, a, it's a black screen for us guys. And then. Oh, you, so they've
0: been seeing us the whole time? Yeah, I us better the put, put my pants back
1: on, huh? So there, there's that. But, but I, don't, I, mean, I'm, I uh, to close out the talk about the James Bond, I just hope they make a fun movie. It's, it's kind of like, okay, this is going to be a hot take. It's kind of like Crystal Skull, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm. The first time I saw it, I was very disappointed, but then when I watched it again, I was like, you know what? This is just a fun movie. Like, let's just like, it's not as good as like nowhere near as good as the original, but that also might be a nostalgic kind of thing, because there's so there's some film fun elements to the movie, especially the beginning. Like you know, it's like I like the scene where the double cross happens and outside the warehouse and they're using the shotgun pellets mm-hmm. to find the the crate. Like that's a fun scene because there's a lot of interesting little tidbits going on. A little cool, he's running across the things and everyone wanted to see him in that warehouse because that was the closing of the rage of the Lost Ark. But like that's one thing I I dug about it and I was like, well, you know what, just don't think too much of it, just have fun with it. And there was occasional scenes that were kind of like, wait a second. What? Well, they
0: lost me when the Frigidaire survived the atomic blast. Oh, yeah. The, you know, the heat would have just, at the very least, melted the door yeah. to the frame, yeah, you know. Okay. I, I just felt the, the Indiana Jones movies, there was, like, this law of diminishing returns that really hit a nadir, you know, the lowest point, with Crystal Skull. Uh, You know, the first one was so evocative of the old 30s pulp stories, like yeah. Doc Savage, the Man of Bronze, and the second one was okay, decent sequel, but it's like okay, the spiders grossed, us, spiders and snakes grossed us out in the first one, so now we'll have them eat spiders, and you know, and then the third one is okay. What worked in the first movie, a religious artifact. Okay, let's go New Testament this time with the Grail, and you know, Star Wars said the same thing. You know, you had the first movie with the Death Star, second one not so much the Death Star, and the third one like okay, what's going to bring people back? Another Death Star.
1: Yeah, uh, Brett's giving me trash about Crystal School. I'm just saying what I was saying, Brett was <laughs> you gotta you go, got, Brett. You gotta lower your expectation on that one, and it's still like you still have the indie elements to it. There's, there's some fun elements to it, like like for like for example the bike scene and the library and stuff.
0: I'm the, all what, for bad movies. I really am. And you know, and I'm you know we talked about it. I'm starting a podcast about it, but they're bad movies that we love yeah. like in spite of themselves. Well, yeah, and I just I didn't love. Crystal Skull. I didn't love it either. It was going through the I didn't love emotions. It. I didn't
1: lo- Yeah, I didn't love it, but it wasn't like the worst movie of the year where people were saying that, like, they should not have Well, it have was no it. Mano's
0: Hands of Fate, mind yeah. you, but... <laughs> I'd yeah. rather watch Mano's Hands of Fate before I rewatch Crystal Skull. Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Mano's Hands of Fate is just too slow.
0: It, it, well, it's like the slow-moving train wreck. It's like a train wreck
1: in ultra slow mo I feel like that should have been our curriculum at the, like... Film school, what film school. not, to do. <laughs> no, no, it's like, hey, here's the original footage of Mono Santa Fe, edit it, edit to make oh, it a good movie. That.
0: So, speaking hand in hand with that, I stumbled across in 1997 uh, there's a TV movie and they shot it in Canada, so I'm don't, but it, it never got shown in the well, You know what happens
1: when movies are shot in Canada, right? They get a tax break. Now, people think it's LA.
0: Well, that's the whole point. But it was a Justice League of America movie. Justice League of America. Yeah, It was a failed pilot, I guess. Now, the cast in it was amazing. I mean, the actors actually went on to do some great things. But the writing, it has got to be one of the singularly worst movies in existence. They couldn't have Batman or Superman. So they had The Flash, who was basically what they tried to do is, is this was popular when Friends was popular. They tried to make a superhero version of Friends without the laugh track. So the Flash is like Joey; he's unemployed, always looking for a job, and and you know, has to go from apartment to apartment. You've got uh, uh, Ice. No, sorry, Fire. Who uh, is the sexy woman trying to be a serious actress? Okay. Uh, you know, and my theory is horrible. I, I want to go
1: back real quick. The theory about the the refrigerator scene. Mm-hmm. So there was. I was listening to the commentary on Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, it was originally supposed to, be it was supposed to be a refrigerator,
1: but they were afraid of people get like kids getting into the fridge thing as a time machine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it's a
0: smart move on their end because well, yeah. I have
1: to agree, people would have done it. I think uh, Steven Spielberg has a thing for fridges, though.
0: I, I, th- I think it was one of his. By golly, I'm going to put a fridge in somewhere, and he did. No, I remember that about uh, the original Back to the Future, and I'm glad did, they did chose Mitch the Delores.
1: Even try to talk about that, or is that just so inconceivable?
0: Oh, I'm sure at some point someone somewhere tried, because they're doing the whole, yeah, Jack would have fit on the raft at the end of Titanic if they'd just done this. Yeah. So someone somewhere would have come up with the, there's no way if you have a, a, a 1950s Frigidaire or 60s Frigidaire, whenever it was. I think
1: it was 40s.
0: No, it was, they, the they made it all the way to the 50s. Okay. Uh, it, within 10 miles of an atomic blast, it's going to be obliterated. It's going to it's going to melt into
1: one of those. Uh, but you was know, it 10 miles? Do we know? For the mushroom sure?
0: cloud was right there. Oh no,
1: man, that's. <laughs> it was right there. I mean, it was in the frame. I'm, kidding, I'm not gonna. I, I agree.
0: <laughs> it's gonna end up like you know when you take the uh, the aluminum foil and you're in a ball and you polish it and it's this nice little sphere. That's what it would have ended up looking. like. I wonder like.
1: if the new Lion King movie has any scenes like that. Oh, have you
0: heard that the, the reviews are not kind right now? And for a very specific purpose. Why? There, since it's so photorealistic with the animals, there's only so much of animal's face can do. So, you know, you have songs like I Just yeah, Can't Wait to Be did, King yeah, and did, everyone's dancing and smiling. Didn't we talk
1: about that? Uh, we may have talked about it. All. I don't think we talked about it on well, the Well, because, like, Zazu, the character Zazu is oh. so physical. Is that the toucan? Yeah, he's so... He's, like, because he gets hit. He gets thrown around. He gets, like, in people's mouths. and like mm-hmm. and I was like, I wonder how they're going to do that. Well, just
0: I Just Can't Wait to Be King. They got elephants standing on each other's backs. Because there was a
1: scene where he gets eaten by... They're not eating because, like, he's in, I think, uh, Scar's mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. And Mufasa's, yeah. like,
1: little mouth, Scar. And the thing about a kid watching that, like, oh, my God, he's kind of a Yeah, well,
0: that's probably being photorealistic because I think they were, they showed a thing about Hakuna Matata. Or, and so in the cartoon, everyone, if we've got video going, you can see my video, Hakuna Matata, you know, very expressive. And now since you got to be photorealistic, it's just, you know, a little lion club pound, prancing around, idea. going matata. My mouth can only move so much, and it's, so it's especially uh, the hyenas. It's like not pleasant. That's why were. I said I don't think this Disney live-action movie is going to go much further because people are going to realize they, they they need to keep away from the animal ones. They need to do a live version of you know, like the Beauty and the Beast, the aerial because that's that special effects, not animals. So yeah, much. but
1: they're gonna oh, what are you talking about that so much flounder
0: no but I'm talking about where they're all there are no humans in the Lion King yeah so it's it's like when they did that ultra hyper realistic uh jungle book the other that year no one watched it because it's like you don't see Baloo scratching his back and singing a song yeah. about the bear necessities because it's a real bear oh for all intents
1: and purposes real bear that's
0: great I know it's
1: just a movie people yeah well fair enough all right well, you know, it's, uh, I wanted to talk about another uh, similar to Disney. There, The Disney heiress apparently went undercover. Did you hear about this? Yeah, and she was not happy. Uh, Abigail Disney, uh, she apparently wasn't happy about the working conditions at the theme park while she went undercover. And right when I read that, you know, my first judgment was like, oh, she actually saw that people work for minimum wage <laughs> and what it was like? Because I can't imagine the understanding from an heiress of Disney
0: Well, the 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 shtick is ask someone rich how much is a gallon of milk. We all know the answer to that. Uh, You know, an aristocrat. Is it two bucks now? Well, you have a concept of it. You know, you have bought milk in the last six months, so you know that it's going to be anywhere between a buck ninety nine and three forty nine, depending on where you buy it. No, the way
1: I shop is I have a budget, and if I go over, I got to put items back. I'm like, all right, whatever it is. Do you just put fourteen items in your basket and stop? I said, this is what I need. And then I go. These poor saps are going to put all this food back when I can't. <laughs> I'm scared. Well, I mean, that's I don't what. Do that. See,
0: that's why I, I shop European style. I go to the grocery store like every day or every other day and pick up just enough for the next. Oh, now, if-, if there's a if there's a staple on sale, like if they have like cans of vegetables for fifty cents each, I'll grab twenty
1: cans. But for the most part, you know, I'll go to the meat section. You don't throw them on the ground. Defective. Can- <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Oh look, this is more. But no, when I read that about Abigail Disney, I was like, man, I guess she she just had her first. You know, introduction to what people well, good on her. I'm,
0: I'm glad so. it stuck because she was uh, incensed, and I'm glad that it wasn't an episode of Undercover Boss. That it she have, just it should
1: have been that would have been great.
0: Well, yeah, right? That talk about a coup for the, the ratings, but the fact that she felt it necessary to do that because obviously she thought one of two things either ah, oh, there's much to do about nothing, maybe she heard some employees were grousing, or she thought there was a problem. So either way, she went in to, to find out if there was a problem so that she could fix it. So kudos on that. I want I need to read more about it as to what the horrific conditions were. Because to me, I, I know you. if you're male, a male, you can't have...
1: They had have... A pee in the suits. Yeah, what? They had a pee in the suits.
0: Well, as long as you got a, you know... Tube and a little I always feel like Ziploc like bag taped to your like, thigh.
1: I always feel there's really only two sides to like a situation like this. It's either an individual who creates an environment that is so bad for their employees, mm-hmm. or it's a it's a procedure or policy that the company hasn't updated and it doesn't really reflect what's normal today. Because mm-hmm. it always it only <laughs> takes one manager to make stupid rules where like you can only use the restroom. At mm-hmm. four, at the forty-five minute mark of the of the hour, and if you're late, you don't get to use the restroom. Well, it's like well, you're
0: I'm- absolutely right. Although Walt himself was pretty despotic over a lot of his rules, which cracked me up because you know he was world famous for his little Clark Gable mustache. But if you're a male working at Disney in any capacity, yeah. you could not have facial hair. So it's like, oh, so it's good enough for the boss, but. And I, I got why, because back then, beards and stuff could be considered, you know, riffraff for the kids. Because this is a different era, but this is one of like the 1950s, where <laughs> you know, there were crew cuts and yeah, clean shaven.
1: We have a local uh, pitcher here at Conroe High School who graduated and plays in the Major League. His, his last name is Kirshner, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got traded to the Red Sox. And he, he in, in one of the interviews, he's talking about the beard claws that he put in it because apparently when he got traded to the Florida Marlins they had a no beard policy. Everyone had to be clean-shaven and he's like, "Yeah, that really put me down." And I'm thinking to myself, "You're a professional baseball player, man. You're, you're getting, getting, paid, paid, to you're a getting paid to throw a ball. You, you can man up." And, and he's like, "Man, I'm really shave. down. I'm really down about <laughs> <the> making <laughs> me shave my beard." But hey, you know what? I guess like there are some offsets people have.
0: Well, here's the thing. if the Florida Marlins had had a no earring rule, then it wouldn't have been about the beard. He'd be, oh, I want the earring if it had been no long hair or no tattoos no. or no you know no studs or bling. that's you know when there's a specific rule, that's where people grouse about it. So I don't think there's so much it was he wanted a beard as he was told no yeah the only on thing something. we
1: did screw with it here is no coloscomy bags because we've had an issue in the past. But the
0: ball hit it and it exploded. Just, no,
1: here at the studio, we just can't have coloscopy.
0: Okay, I don't want to hear about Dennis <laughs> this early I, in the morning. I, no, I just ah,
1: we we joke no, and the, we jest. The Disney Harris thing though, that I mean, it's it, what's interesting to me too is wherever you live, you always try to find work. And so, people living in Orlando or people living in Cal or wherever, where is it? Where's Disneyland? Where's that located?
0: Uh, Disneyland's in Anaheim, California, okay.
1: Disney World's in Orlando, and Florida. you're working there, and that just kind of like. Like, do you, do you see yourself going there to practice being an actor? Mm. Like, oh, I want to be Ariel.
0: N- no, because it's almost like to, to be Ariel at Disneyland is almost like the party princess things they have here. I have several actress friends who are amazing. You know, they dress up, they, they go to parties yeah. and stuff as Ariel and Belle, and they're they're amazing. It's So that's not, quote, serious acting, if that makes sense. You know, it's not it's not deemed that. So I wouldn't go to Disneyland or Disney World, but it's a great way to make networking contacts. In fact, I have a friend. She used to be a costumer for theaters in town. Now she's a costumer
1: at Disney World. I can't imagine so, but her thing is to Disney World, though. I was still on you can't imagine what? Going to Disney World? Oh, I, I went once. While I was telling Holly, I go now's the time
0: we, to go because everyone's gone to the Star Wars Land. That they say the Disney World itself is like
1: empty. Well, because I, I don't think I've, I think I've been to Epcot Center. I think that's the only place. Okay, I've well, it's part to. of Disney World. And I told Holly, I go, can you? I can't imagine myself, you know, having the three kids, you know, under the age of six going, or you know, under age of ten going to Disney World. And walking around for 10 hours. I was like, I just don't know. I don't know if that can be fun or not. It will never be forgotten. So it, it'll listener, be everything. It'll be a if lot if of fun. If you're a listener and, and you've done that, let me know if it's worth it. Because I guess I it'd be fun if I go. Well, like, I, Hall and I go When I went
0: there, it was me, my sister, her husband and daughter, her husband at the time and her daughter, um, a, a, a friend of the family, and my son, and he was... I think he was ten. Yeah. And so yeah, so he was of the age, we had a great time. And then that night they, they had something at Disney World called I want to say Pleasure Island, but maybe not. But it was where it was after hours, after they did the whole, you know, river parade with the fireworks. And then you put the kids to bed, you find a babysitter and you go to this island that stays open like till the wee hours of the morning and partied there.
1: Oh, they have a Vegas thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, not quite so bad. You see, you know, but it was just for the grown ups. Okay. It was like open like from like 10 to midnight or what
1: something. What happened some Pride Rock stays on Pride <laughs> Rock. I wonder if right. a promotion at Disney World they actually had live animals for the new Lion King. It's like, "Oh, look at Simba."
0: Yeah, bringing the bringing the tiger that uh wiped out He's best friend with Toma, uh,
1: Tuma, whatever. Pumba. <laughs> Pumba. Timon and Pumba. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. So that's really it in the movie news. So anything
0: else you want to talk about with movies? Mm, no. I, so I'm shockingly looking forward to seeing this black 007, black female 007. I think it's great marketing. I will be avoiding The Lion King at all costs, and I need to go see Avengers Endgame before it leaves cinemas forever. Yeah? That's, that's me in the movie news. Okay. But cool. if you need more movie news, tomorrow you got the ticket stub.
1: See How I Pimp yeah. Other Shows? Yeah, we got that tomorrow, live, here, on Monster circuit radio. Now, other topics, I know we talked about the Trump thing, and we didn't really focus on that too much. I just, Again, I still haven't really fully, like, because... Media's outraged against Trump. Yeah. News at 11. I'm seeing more people just, like, straight out draw a line. And it's just like, if you, if you think you like this guy, then you're a bad person.
0: Well, that's, again, I think, I don't know if he meant to do it, but it was brilliant marketing by lumping these four women, who are the the loudest and the leftiest of the Democratic Party right now, to where you know they're causing a schism in the party, and singling them out, kind of giving them the spotlight, saying you're the voice of the Democratic Party. Their AOC's running with it. Yes, I am. And then you got Nancy Pelosi going, "Shut up and sit down." You have a lot to learn. And of course, so it's causing a schism. It's, it's brilliant marketing. Again, I don't know if Trump meant to do it. But this is the result that talk about vote splitting. This would be more of a vote split than when Perot was running. Uh, that do we vote for a moderate Democrat? Because now we have people like AOC saying, and we've heard it from Hillary Clinton and others if you support Trump, you're a racist, you're a deplorable. Just, and that's what, that's what lost her the election when it came to it. That her saying, if you support Trump, you're deplorable.
1: Well, again, like the further and further we speak of politics and talking to politicians, I start to realize how important is if you're running a campaign is to sway the neutral voters, Mm -hmm. because since it's always the swing states. I mean, well, yeah, because to me, our politics, our politics here in the United States have been around for so long. We're passing it on to generation (sighs) and generation, and and people are getting installed in those beliefs. So it's like, if you're a Democrat and you you vote Democrat, you're going to be a Democrat for a while until something completely changes your mind. I'm talking like... You go ultra-left or ultra-right. Yeah, so it's like you're going to be there. But the, the swing voters, which I think is a large part of our population here, are just kind of like, hey, I just want to live my life. I want to, you know, do my best, you know, treat my neighbors well, and then continue working.
0: Well, here's the thing. Pretty much every fiscally conservative centrist out there, which is pretty much me, someone like me, I've just been grouped by AOC and others as to that I'm a racist, homophobic, whatever, yeah. and it's been it's been going on for a while. But I mean, now they're they're making it like the Democratic platform yeah. that I'm a, a Nazi, that you mm. know I'm a white supremacist, that I have no right to say anything because I'm a white man. So, I'll, and so I'm out. You know, if I ever thought about voting Democrat for, for a serious office, no. If if, if this talk isn't um, I don't want to uh, – I'm trying to figure out the word here. I like, As I said earlier, I almost feel sorry for Pelosi because she's being put in a position, the a Speaker of the, ha- speaker the for, House
1: should be railing on the other party, not their I, I mean, own. You should feel sorry for anyone working there because, like, imagine imagine working there as, like, a temp or a gopher or whatever you want to say. What, like, in, in the Capitol? Well, anywhere, like, in the, the Capitol, and, like, nothing's getting done as far as you feel. Because everyone's just yelling at each other, or everyone's well, nothing's
0: getting done because people are desperately trying to find impeachment. Because now possibilities.
1: Well, yeah, but like imagine being the gopher for a GOP candidate in some small section of some Iowa town or whatever, and it's like, oh, you work for a GOP person, you must be a Nazi.
0: Exactly, that's, you know. And, and so to like, lump everyone, man. that's what's losing you the vote. Now, because the uh, because the House is in the uh, Republicans have a minority in the House now. Okay. When you're in the minority, that is the best time. This and this is why I'm still mad at the GOP. They had seven years where they were in the minority in Congress to come up with uh, an alternative to the ACA, the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. And so when they finally regained the minor- uh, majority, I was the person going, what do you got? Show me what you got. And they had nothing. And then Trump said, well, we're going to get rid of the individual mandate, which I thought was brilliant. But they had nothing. So there was like seven years of saying, we need to repeal and replace, repeal and replace. But they had nothing to repeal and replace with, and it incensed me. This is another golden time now that we, the House doesn't – the GOP doesn't have the majority in the House to come up with battle plans for when they do have the majority so they're not caught with their pants around their knees again to say, okay, we've taken these last two years, and here's a tax plan, here's a health care plan, here's this. Uh, here's a Privacy Act, Here, so forth and so on. And yeah. if they don't, I will be incensed again. And that's why I'm disillusioned with, quote, my own party, the party I tend to vote for. I'm way disillusioned with the other side. So, you know, that's why I'm all about the coffee party. When I run for president in 2020 myself, I think I'll be running as a member of the coffee party. Frankly, we're too
1: damn wired to be, you know, bad. Okay, so there's a local thing I want to talk I asked the audience to do me a favor for. So there's a restaurant called the Catch. Catch. The Catch. The Catch. K-E-T-C-H? K-E T C H. It's okay. a seafood restaurant at 105, heading westbound, okay. uh, from 45. And the owner passed away. Oh no. And they let the they left this ambiguous message on their social media saying the restaurant's now under new management and we're going to be offering free beer and margaritas. What? So if anyone knows what the truth is with that, please tell me. I need to is it know. like
0: for the day in celebration of this guy's life.
1: I I don't know. They just it literally just goes, "Hey, we're offering this stuff." There we go. Here yeah, I can read it right here. I got yeah, it. Yeah, please. I want to update all of our Facebook friends on what's going on. The Houston Market was a franchise market for The Catch, but unfortunately the owner died earlier this year. So Blake and David, I'm um, one of the founders of The Catch took over. We opened the ten ten five South Post Oak location early. We ne- we open it next week. We take over this twenty one twenty one West Davis location in Conroe tomorrow. Uh, all three locations with our ownership, we will offer free beer, margaritas, and hurricanes and peach daiquiris all day every day. We look forward to meeting everyone. See y'all soon. Oh,
0: I know where I'm going
1: for lunch today. So, and this was posted July eleventh. Want to head out, over to the catch for lunch, my friend? Well, I want to know if anyone's ever been there. Nor I, but well, you know what I'm talking. You know where I'm. You know where I'm talking about. Have you seen this? So
0: it's 105. i I'm
1: driving. You know, I'm heading west. Yeah, it's right before the Whataburger on the left, before Conrad High School.
0: Oh, okay. So, uh, I know. I know. I haven't seen it, but I know exactly where it is. Yeah. Well, it's right around the corner, my young friend. Don't you have a show today at noon? Yeah. Uh, because it's uh, Toast of the Town coming on at yeah. noon, right? Well, we got the little. I say we shut down early, go over to the Catch for a brunch. I don't think they're open
1: right now, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, see so you guys there. We're gonna get drunk.
0: Yeah, just just got a really long extension cord for our microphones, and we'll just do a road trip.
1: I I figured that. I just want to know what people, if they know, if they know the Catch guys, check it out. Let me know if it's really free, things like that. Yeah. So, but cool. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm done. You're done. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a moment. I'm sure I can come up with something. Right. Well, you're good. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be going, guys. 10:05. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be here Friday morning. We don't have a guest, so if you want to be a guest, let us know. Also, we want to say a special thanks to those who uh, support the show. Bean Punk Coffee in Montgomery and in Conroe. BeanPunkCoffee.com for locations, hours, and all that kind of good stuff. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, uh, all your office cleaning needs in Montgomery County. They do everything from escalators to elevators to your whole office. So when they said escalators I was like, "What?" Uh, cleansweepofficecleaning.com. For them, C3 Creative Content Creations, all your cre- content creative content creation needs ranging from, you know, PR stuff, video creation, you know, a little jingle, you know. you can do <laughs> it. C3thewoodlands.com. And uh, don't forget if you want to call and text us anytime, 936-228-9368. And we'll be back on Friday morning, guys. So it's great t- to hang out with you today. Sean, I'll see you later. Dick, my friend. All right. Understand. My power is talk People say you